I'm Father Paul Donison, and this is Praying with the Saints. Each episode will contain a shortened evening prayer service and also an opportunity for me to share a story from the life of a saint, an ordinary Christian like you and me who sought to follow Jesus in their generation. We're using the Book of Common Prayer 2019, and you can download the liturgy sheet off our website. And if you have a BCP 2019, you can turn to page 41, where evening prayer begins. But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, I want to tell you about the youngest person to be titled Doctor of the Church because of her complete commitment to love in every circumstance. This is the story of Therese of Lisieux. Let us quiet our hearts before Almighty God. Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Hear these words of absolution. The Almighty and merciful Lord grants you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our psalm this evening is Psalm 84 on page 379 of the prayer book. How lovely are your dwellings, O Lord God of hosts! My soul has a desire and longing to enter into the courts of the Lord, my heart and my flesh rejoice in the living God. Indeed, the sparrow has found her a house, and the swallow a nest where she may lay her young. Even your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they who dwell in your house. They will be always praising you. Blessed is the one whose strength is in you, in whose heart are your ways, who going through the valley of misery uses it for a well. Indeed, the early rains fill the pools with water. They will go from strength to strength, and the God of God shall be seen by them in Zion. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Hearken, O God of Jacob. Behold, O God, our defender, and look upon the face of your anointed. For one day in your courts is better than a thousand. 
I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of ungodliness. For the Lord God is a light and defense. The Lord will give grace and honor, and no good thing shall be withheld from those who live a godly life. O Lord God of hosts, blessed is the one who puts his trust in you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Where does the truly joyful, content, and happy life come from? It comes from a commitment to love in all circumstances. Let me tell you the story of Therese of Lisieux. Marie-Françoise Therese Martin was born January 2nd, 1873, in Alençon, France. The baby of five daughters, intelligent and precocious, Therese would later remember her yearly childhood as rich in love. Her parents raised her as a devout Roman Catholic, attending daily Mass and visiting the sick, as a child, Therese would often play that she was a nun. But Therese's happy life was shattered at age five when her mother died of breast cancer. She was devastated. She became timid, overly sensitive, and morose. At age nine, she joined her older sister, Pauline, studying at a local Carmelite convent. But she was so tormented by the fear of sin that her father had to remove her from the convent and arrange for private tutoring from another one of her sisters. In 1886, at age 13, however, Therese had a conversion experience of sorts. As she was attending midnight mass at Christmas, she suddenly felt the heavy weight of self-doubt and self-condemnation lift from her. She felt instead the love of Jesus beginning to burn inside her soul. She would write later of this experience, quote, My heart was filled with charity. I forgot myself to please others, and in doing so, became happy myself. Two years later, at age 15, she sought entrance into the Carmelite convent, this time as a nun. At first, the bishop resisted because of her age, but he was incredibly impacted by Therese's determination and clear-minded articulation of her sense of calling and of her father's support. With the threat of Therese directly appealing to the Pope of Rome, the bishop finally let her enter the convent as a nun. And for the next nine years, Therese was a nun in the Carmelite convent, at least so. What happened in Therese's heart over those nine years was profound. You see, Therese was fully aware that within the convent she was little. Her age and size made her of low rank and little consequence, and yet she was determined that she would find a way to serve Christ, and so she developed what she referred to as her little way, the way of love. Therese knew that what Jesus asked of her was not some act of greatness or heroism, nor had he placed her in a position of great importance. What was asked of her was nothing more than love, love in the daily routines of her life, love for all those around her. So that is what she did. 
she dedicated herself to love, to cultivating love in every moment of the day, to noticing when her heart or mind began to feel irritation or annoyance, and instead, by the grace of Christ, to transform her feelings instead towards love. Numerous examples of this practice survive from Therese's autobiography. For one example, on one occasion, Therese relates the story of a sister who had a habit of continually fidgeting with her rosary and making noises while they were supposed to be in prayerful meditation. And as someone who was very sensitive in hearing and easily distracted, Therese found this nun's habit extremely annoying and wanted to tell the nun to stop it but knew that out of love for God and love for this sister, she should instead bear it. And so, she said, instead of simply trying to ignore what was going on, quote, I strove to take actual pleasure in the disagreeable little noise. Instead of trying not to hear it, which was impossible, I set myself to listen as though it had been some delightful music. And my meditation, which was not the prayer of quiet, was instead an offering of this music unto our Lord. The more that she dedicated herself to this little way, the more she found the gift of love growing in her soul. And after a number of years of this, she could say that, quote, I know now that true charity consists in bearing all our neighbor's defects, not being surprised at their weaknesses, but edified at their smallest virtues. Therese did not last long in the convent. After being there for seven or eight years, she began to suffer from a series of illnesses, including tuberculosis. Her suffering continued throughout the years of 1896 and 1897, and her attending doctor was amazed at the level of pain that the young woman could endure. But Therese had so dedicated herself to the practice of considering all of her life, even suffering as a gift from God, that she confessed that she no longer experienced suffering, for all suffering is sweet to me. On September 30th, 1897, at the age of 24, the young nun, with a heart full of love, uttered her final words, My God, I love you. In 1925, Pope Pius XI officially canonized Therese as a saint in the Roman Catholic Church. And in 1997, Pope John Paul II declared her a doctor of the church, the youngest person to ever receive the title, and only the fourth woman in the history of the Roman Catholic Church to do so. Therese's life reminds us of the words of Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I am a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have prophetic powers and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. If I give away all that I have, and if I deliver up my body to be burned, but have not love, I gain nothing. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. And then verse 13, 
He concludes the chapter, So now faith, hope, and love abide, these three. But the greatest of these is love. This is the story of Therese of Liso, the story of an ordinary saint that got empowered to impact your generation with the gospel. May her story inspire you and remind you that God is still in the business of empowering ordinary saints today. Let's confess what we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed, saying together, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A Colic for Peace O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A collect for aid against perils. Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. A night prayer. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ. Give rest to the weary. Bless the dying. Soothe the suffering. 
Pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. Let us conclude this evening with Collect number 94, a Collect for a Virtuous Heart, on page 674 of the prayer book. Give me, O Lord, a steadfast heart, which no unworthy thought can drag down, an unconquered heart, which no tribulation can wear out, an upright heart, which no unworthy purpose can tempt aside. Bestow upon me understanding to know you, diligence to seek you, wisdom to find you, and faithfulness that finally may embrace you. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast, and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org, and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.